episode 98 of the Massive Attack Podcast. I'm Mitchell. With me, as always, is Joe. How are you? I'm very well. I don't know where that came from. I just felt very 1940s radio. I don't know if it was 1940s. You seemed a lot more fast-paced and up and at them. Really? Righty then. Too much caffeine? Too much carry. Okay. Maybe. Last episode. We look back. We did. Now we're looking forward. We are. Yeah, we're much more positive in that way in looking forward of, of things we want to see, things we're expecting to be good, or just our opinion on things that are coming with no real justification for having an opinion. Yeah. All right. So hmm. What do we call it? Great expectations. We do. And I think this is now the fifth year we've done this. Yeah. And I went back and listened to last year's yes. to give myself a little bit of a um, an idea and it was amazing how much stuff we talked about, especially TV-wise, that we were excited that it was coming out that didn't come out. Yeah. And there was a few things that we were sort of like excited that it came out and then when it came out it wasn't that good. And then also there was a couple of things that we were like, yeah, I don't expect that to be any good. And they were really good. So oh, there you no, go. I was looking forward to Buster Scuggs that came out and I still haven't watched it yet. No. But that was going to be my pick for the year, I think, from memory. Yeah. So. I remember when we talked about gaming, I was sort of like, well, I'm not sure if I really want to get the Street Fighter 30th edition, 30th anniversary edition. Mm. And I bought that on pre-order. So there you go. Well, I predicted I'd like Far Cry. And that's all I pretty much played. Hmm. And Darksiders 3. There you go. So I was right on gaming. So let's talk about gaming. Okay. We're here. So what is coming? You've, you've done some research. I've been busy. Yeah. I had a quick look. There's not a lot that really grabbed me. We're not really gaming anymore, are we? Well, no. And when we are gaming, we're playing older games anyway. So mm. it's kind of like, well, what's the point of buying games on new release? Because we could just wait a little while and get them cheaper. Yes. But speaking of Far Cry, there is a new-ish kind of Far Cry. Yeah. It's, which, a, it's a sequel to Far Cry 5. So it's not a fully full price, full game compared to that. It's a sort of set 30 years after Far Cry 5 in a post-apocalyptic sort of yeah, Mad Max-ish world. Hmm. So that's Far Cry New Dawn yeah. and that comes out here in February. Hopefully I'll have Darksiders finished by then and I'll be right for gaming for the year because hmm. I'm slowly gaming at the moment. Well, speaking of post-apocalyptic and another game that you quite liked that's got a sequel and that's Rage 2's coming out in May. Yeah. I tried to play Rage, but I think because I am such a Borderlands fan, I didn't like it because it was, it was like Borderlands. Borderlands, but not, yeah, <laughs> not Borderlands, yeah. exactly. A very Mad Max-ish as well. I it think is. I played Rage, then I played Mad Max. Yeah, but they're very similar in that way. And yep. they're not Borderlands, like you said. It's sort of set in a world that could be a realistic-looking Borderlands, but you just don't have that fun element or the random element that is Borderlands. Yeah. But yeah, I just love that slow-paced exploration sort of game where you do have your moments of action and there's stealth and then there's driving around and just that seems to be my my my, my gig. Hmm. Mm, so I'm sorted. Those two games for the year, I think I'm done. Well, we've also got Dead or Alive 6 coming out in March. You know, I suck at fighting games, so I don't look for those, but you are a devotee. I like those sort of games, but I, I think... I won't buy that as soon as it comes out. I'll wait for a little while and see if it drops in price because fighting games don't hold their value. And again, if it's like Soul Calibur Six when that came out and it's just the same characters in slightly different costumes, I may not be as inclined to get it. But Dead or Alive's a bouncy boobs, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm. And you buy, if it's anything like um, Dead or Alive 5, you buy the basic game and then you can spend hundreds of dollars on costume packs for all the characters. Unlike some other games where you buy the actual characters, these come with 
like one version of the character and then you spend a bunch of money to buy schoolgirl outfits and bikinis and all that sort of stuff for the girls. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Like I like Dead or Alive. I like the way it flows. But when I do play it, I always play the same characters and they're the wrestling characters. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just stick to playing wrestling games. So. Mm, maybe. But the only other thing I've got written on our list here as far as games go, and that's Trials Rising, which comes out next month as well, I think, yeah. which is the latest of the, the Trials games. Well, I don't think I'll be jumping on this one because I don't think I've got the previous Trials game. No, I did, but again, I played the easy tracks and then the learning curve is quite difficult. You go from being able to do the tracks quite well to suddenly not being able to do anything and it's very frustrating. Mm. So, yeah. It was so fun the first time and we got excited and every, every with every game and iteration, we've just, my interest anyway is just waned because it's that learning factor. To, to get better at it is so hard that it's not fun. Yeah. It's, it's a chore and therefore it's work. And it's like, no, I don't want it to be work because what I like the most in the original game, and there probably are facets of it in the new ones, the, the stupid stuff where you had to break bones, like you caused a crash yeah, and you, the physics engine figured out how many bones you would have broken in that crash or the long jump mode and all that sort of stuff. They, they were the fun bits in the end. It was like I got to a level where I couldn't go any further without getting really good at it, yeah. but I could hurt the guy exactly. a lot. So, yeah, I just haven't. But I did play Trials of the Blood Dragon. And that was fun because it was storyline based and kind of simple. It had an end. You sort of worked your way through a story per se. Yeah. And got to the end and that was fine. And that's sort of what I wanted. So give me more small, cheap versions where Trials itself just got hard. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there are some other big name titles coming out. There's probably going to be another Call of Duty or something like that that I really don't care about. A lot of people are raving on about Kingdom Hearts 3, but I've never played any of those games. I've never played that or really Final Fantasy. So. No. Final so, Fantasy? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So that, that's probably gaming for us. There's a few things coming out TV-wise. A lot of them are sequels. We're going to have another season of Glow. So season three of Glow's dropping, I think that's going to be around mid-year. Mm-hmm. We've also got the final season, season eight of Game of Thrones. That's coming, I think that's April. So we haven't got too far to wait for that. Another season of Big Little Lies, which I really enjoyed last year. Might have been the year before now. But that's the Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon ensemble type program, which I really enjoyed. And uh, another season, which is another sequel, we've got season three of True Detective. Which actually looks, it's caught me. I saw the trailer and visually it looks great. Yeah. Now I watched the first season because everyone buzzed about it and it was interesting. I don't know if I liked it or not. Like again, visually it looked great and it was kind of interesting, but in the end was the payoff worth it? Yeah. Second season, I heard it was crap, so I didn't even bother with but this season looks really nice. It's like, mm, maybe I'll... Yeah, I don't know a lot about it, so I'm not sure what sort of timepiece it's set in. But I, I liked the first season, but again, I, I probably got two episodes into the second and didn't really get much out of it. Um, sequel-wise as well, we've got another season of Rick and Morty coming soon, which I'm quite excited about. And we've got season three of Stranger Things that's going to drop in July. Yeah, it's not so a Halloween show now. As, as far as sequels and further seasons that's about all i've got on my horizon mm-hmm. but there's a couple of new shows coming mm-hmm. yeah based on comic books yes and we mentioned one of them last year and that was umbrella academy which is finally coming yeah we finally got trailers for that and we've got a release date so i think that's actually coming in february as well so that's mm, going to be on netflix nice. so again that's based on the jared way written comic book yes of the same name which looks funky it does like, it looks really good it's got style to it which the comic is very much style. Yeah. So could be 
cool. And in that same sort of realm, you've got like a superhero school, per se, of characters. Yeah. Um, we've got Doom Patrol coming to the DC Universe streaming network. Which I showed you the trailer for today. Yeah, I had the a very quirky trailer. It's not like clips from the show. It's the characters from the show posing for photographs. Yeah, so that looks really good. So that'll be coming February, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's February as well. So it's all happening. And then we've also got the Watchmen TV series coming on too. HBO. Hmm. And I don't know about that. Like it's set in the Watchmen universe. It's not an adaptation of the Watchmen story. So I'm not sure when it's set in the universe well they did have the Watchmen 2 series of comics and they had all the offshoots of that nothing to do with that yeah it's sort of weird it's like I don't care Watchmen is a perfect book on itself you know it doesn't need any more I heard some of the spin-off Watchmen books that they bought out was good some were good some were but they were all irrelevant it just sort of doesn't matter yeah at the moment there is a comic storyline called Doomsday which is a crossover with the Watchmen universe and the DC universe. And on paper, it's wrong. They should never have done it, but it's actually really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. So that's fine, but it's not based on that either. So a good story is a good story. So I'm interested to see what people say. And I said, I'll watch it if it's good. I just mm. don't see the point. That's what I don't get. It's like, well, speaking of not seeing the point, Dr. Manhattan's wearing underpants. Well, he does wear underpants in the comic. We well, didn't in the movie. Yeah. He just had that big blue wang swinging around. Yeah, sometimes, but he also wore underpants. Ah, so moments, like when he was doing public appearances, he did wear underpants. It's when he didn't care. Big Blue Wayne was out because he didn't care. <laughs> so you know, but it's it's, it's HBO. So it could be Big Blue Wayne. Exactly. Yeah. They could have. But as I don't much even. Know, I don't know if any of those characters are going to be in the series. That's the. Well, I've seen bit. him in the trailer. And oh, okay. With so his it then, so it's yeah. Okay. So that, that's about all I know. I'm, I don't even have a release date of when it's coming. I just know it is coming sometime mm, this year. Okay, so that's TV. Yes. Well, now, this is going to be a big section. Yeah. So a lot of these, we, we sat down and watched a bunch of trailers before we started recording tonight. And I've gone through mainly IMDb and just had a bit of a look of some of the things that are coming this year. And looking at this list, we're going to go through chronologically, same as we normally do. But looking at this list, there is an awful lot of comic movies this year. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of shows that, obviously, studios like the idea that comic movies make money. Yes, they so, have no idea. Well, it's, it's, well, you can't say it's a safe bet because there's so many bad movies, but it's sort of like a proven commodity in a comic as opposed to, oh, uh, it's a new idea. Yeah. They just, yeah, it's, it's safe in that way that they don't have any ideas. But, okay, so... Let's, hmm. you've, got, you've broken them down by um, release date-ish. You know, we say this, these will change as we of learn every other yep. year. <laughs> but yeah, so let's start. Oh, so that's soon. Lego Movie 2. Yeah, so we're, we're going to talk mainly February because most of the January releases would have been out in the cinemas before we actually release this episode. As far as January movies before we talk about Lego 2, there's a couple of movies that I've seen trailers for that are out kind of now that might be okay. Like the, the Kid Who Would Be King, the... King Arthur movie kind of looks good. Like uh, uh, it would have been the movie I would love if I was a twelve-year-old kid. That yep. would have been. Oh yeah, this is this is awesome. But yeah, I, I'm kind of intrigued by it. Yeah, I'm not kind of. I am intrigued by it. I want to like it. Yeah, I'll watch it. And the other one we actually mentioned last year that's just about to come out here in Australia as well is Alita Battle Angel. Mm. And initially watching the ads, I wasn't that keen on it. But there's a, a second ad now where they're playing some sort of rollerball sort of thing with the robots, and that looked kind of cool. Look like Ready Player One. Yeah, some of the CG did look a little bit naff. Mm. I just, I just don't think it's important. No, like, no, 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 real movies are, but it's just sort of like, yeah. Mm. Okay, like, so I'll, I'll 
wait for reviews, I think. Maybe. Mm. So let's jump into February then. So as you said, we've got the Lego Movie 2 coming. Which doesn't seem to have the heart of the first one. Yeah. I, I think what their problem Lots was is gags. they did really well with the first one because it was totally unexpected. Yes. And then the Lego Batman movie kind of followed on from that. And this one, it's like they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle again. And based on the ads, it doesn't look like they've quite got it. Not quite, no. It might be good. I'm sure it'll be fine. But it just doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have the heart. It's sort of like, it's all gags yep. in the trailer. And so I understand they're trying to sell the film. But it's sort of like, really? Hmm. Mind you, I can't remember what I thought of the when the first movie came out, looking at the trailer going, a Lego movie, really? So who knows? Fingers crossed, because I like, love the first one. It, love Lego Batman. It's kind of poor timing, though, that it's coming out just as the kids go back to school. So I don't know if we're getting it at the same time as the rest of the world's getting it. We might get it at Easter. Well, I don't, oh, I'm seeing posters around, but I don't know release, release date. Yeah, maybe we'll get it in April when the kids go on holidays again. But yeah. mm. So the other thing that I've got written here for February is Fighting With My Family, which yep. I think we did talk about last year as well. It's the dramatization of Paige from WWE's story about how her and her family are pretty much carny wrestlers in England, and she gets the big break to go to America, mm-hmm. produced by The Rock. Starring The Rock? I don't know if they held off on it from last year and they've added a bit to it because there's been quite a few developments in Paige's career since then. I don't think then. they're going to talk about the vibrator at the bum. No, I really I don't, don't think, think they're, they're going to talk about, about the sex movie. scandal or the phone hacking and all that sort of stuff. They may talk about her neck injury that took her out of wrestling. They might. But Would, it's going to be a bummer of an ending, though. You want it to be, <laughs> I didn't even mean that, sorry. No, I mean, because you want it to finish on her becoming a success. That's what the story is. You don't build her up in this story and then have a 27, 28-year-old girl have her wrestling career finish because she stuffed her neck up. Yeah. You don't want that to be the end of it for what the type of movie it is. So I, I hope they don't because it's not the story they're trying to tell. No. They may have – I just hope they don't. And I was sort of thinking it was a kind of a cheap film. Yeah, I know The Rock produces it, but his name's on a lot of things. But it's actually directed by Stephen Merchant and written by. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, I like Stephen Merchant's stuff. So, yeah, I'll definitely be interested in checking it out. But, yeah, I, I don't know what to expect. Is it a little film? I think it will be, but I'm not sure. Mm. Hmm. Well, another couple of movies that we did watch trailers for earlier tonight before we recorded, and this one – well, both of these are kind of – Absolutely crazy looking. So firstly, we've got The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then Bigfoot. Yes, which is a great title. Yeah. I think title of the year. Probably. Yeah. And this just looks crazy. I didn't know what it was going to be about. I remember reading about it last year and I was still like, oh, starring Sam Elliott and it's called that. I was like, it's not going to be another hobo with a shotgun or something like that. But no, it's about a Sam Elliott plays an ex-World War II. He's a bit young for works World War II, but he's meant to be. Mm. And there's a story. So he's got this back history that you're sort of playing out. And you're watching this movie and it looks like a, a typical um, Clint Eastwood sort of film. Yeah. Whereas this grizzled old guy who used to be the man. And then it turns in a way saying, oh, yeah, the boogeyman's are real and there's a Bigfoot out there and you've got to go hunt it down. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it looks really good. Very crazy. Mm. Yeah. And speaking of crazy, we've also got Velvet Buzzsaw coming in February. with To Netflix. To Netflix, yes, and probably selected cinemas. We might get a, an art house cinema release here in Australia. Yeah, maybe. But in saying that, coming to Netflix, the quality of the Netflix movies are getting better and better. Yes. So this looked good. It had an amazing cast. We've got Jake Gyllenhaal, Tony Collette, lots of other people that I can't remember off the top of my head. Melkovich. That's right. Mm. Yep. And it was basically art that comes to life is and probably the- kills people. Yeah. Kind of gruesome in the trailer. looked trippy from the director of um, Nightcrawler. Hmm. Hmm. 
Which also had Jake Gyllenhaal. Correct. So, hmm. So that looks pretty good, and that'll be out maybe by the time you're listening to this, I think. Could be. Very soon. Hmm. All right, so March, we've got the reboot of Dumbo. Yeah. Live action with a CGI'd elephant. Yep. Starring... The Batman. Michael Keaton, that Batman. It's funny, because when you were watching the trailer and you went, it's Batman, and I was like, Christian Bale's in this movie. So It's got the penguin in it. Yep. Danny DeVito. Burgess Meredith. No. No. Ah. And And, and Colin Farrell, who just looks the same in every movie he's in, whether it's a... You know, period piece or not, he just looks like olden yeah. times. Yeah, you, you remember, or you have scars from Dumbo. I kind of remember it. seeing it when I was a kid, and I remember being upset with it. Mm. I don't know if it's because his mum dies, is it? I don't know. Well, that I've not seen it. I, I know of it because I've grown up with watching the Wonderful World of Disney, so I think they show segments of or something. But and I know the crows are incredibly racist. Yeah, probably. And and they pick on him, and I feel sorry for him in that way. But this trailer doesn't look like. He doesn't talk. No. So it's got it's all told through the eyes of the kids almost. And, and I think like, they're mm. putting too much emphasis on the kid and not enough on the elephant. Yeah. So maybe that's like, just the trailer. Because the first trailer was a real short teaser and that had me emotional. Hmm. I was like, oh, this looks good. Now the second one just did nothing for me. So I'm only going to see it for Batman. Did it make you emotional because there was an elephant wearing clown makeup? No. Hmm. Okay. Why? Oh, well, I don't know. It's just an emotional image having it. He's a sad clown. Oh, okay. Dumbo's a he, isn't he? I think so. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I need to watch the original and then work out if this one's worth seeing. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Also coming in March, which looks really good, we've got Captain Marvel. Because you're a Marvel person. Well, I'm not a Marvel person, really. I'm just not a comic movie person. Mm. I realised last year So you're going to watch half of this and not finish it as well? Yeah, probably. (laughs) I realised last year that a lot of the movies that were the big name movies that everyone was excited about, I still haven't seen. I haven't seen Justice League. I haven't seen Avengers, whichever one came out last year. Yep. Infinity War, was that it? Yes. I still haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I've only seen two-thirds of Black Panther. So but you're, you're looking forward to this one? Just by the trailer, it did look good. It does look good. It, it looked fun. It looked in that same vein of, say, Thor Ragnarok and just fun Marvel movies. Cool. So maybe oh, I'm looking forward to seeing it, but just before, hashtag, not my Captain Marvel. No. We'll get to that later. We will. Right. Okay, so, April. Um, we'll get to it now. <laughs> we'll get to it now, exactly. All right. There's a movie coming out called Shazam. So, it's about or, this. Or, as you might know him from the original name, Captain fucking Marvel. Oh, I thought this was kind of like the Napster movie, only it's the app that you use to listen to music and, and tell you who sang, sang the song. No. No? Nothing no, to do with that? It's the original fucking Captain Marvel. Ah. Yes. Now, this is based on my favourite... We're in the Krypton Lounge and I'm surrounded by Superman, but there is a corner over here devoted to the big red cheese himself, Captain Marvel. I'm pointing to this. They can't see, but you can. I can. I'm talking to you right now, Joe. Because one day we may release a video version of this podcast. No, no, no no one wants that. (laughs) I'm just undoing my buttons now. You know, no one wants that at all. No, No. not even me. So Shazam is... Unfortunately, the movie is going to be big with superpowers. Yep. As in the Tom Hanks movie, Big, with superpowers. Where it's about a kid who says the magic word that's bestowed upon him by the wizard Shazam. And he says the word Shazam and he gets the powers of... Shazam? No. Okay. no S-H-A-Z-A-M is like the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the speed, something of Achilles, the power of Zeus, the something of another A, and the speed of Mercury or something like that. Okay. I should know better. He is my favourite character. But, so that that's the dealio. So there. And I love him from two images in comics mainly. Like he's a cool character and everything and I grew up watching the cartoon. Not Shazam with the two kids with the rings and the genie. No, no, no. Shazam. Different. And it was cool. And then in the in the comic book Kingdom Come, 
there is a fucking awesome moment where he takes Superman down because Superman sort of got him by the throat and he's going to, they're going to fight and he just says the magic word and the lightning comes down and fucking levels Superman <laughs> and he's just there standing above him with the cape and the smile and all that sort of stuff. It's like, fuck yeah. And then he just keeps saying the word. Yeah. He just keeps bombarding him with lightning. It's like, yeah, hmm. you're the man. And then Superman grabs up and grabs him by the mouth and he can't talk anymore and they're a piece of shit out of him. But that's okay. He has him for a little bit. Yeah, so that that's why I love him, sort of, for the visual image in the same way like Superman, for the shield. You know, it's sort of the image as opposed to the so many years of comics because you can pick and choose the moments you like. They're not going to make that movie of that Shazam that I want to see, and I get that. So when they were going to make a movie, it's like, oh, this is going to be interesting. It's like, it's just going to be big with superpowers, isn't it? it? it and that's seem, exactly what it is. It does seem like it's aimed at a younger audience. Yes, which I'm fine with because it's... it's they were never going to make that movie, and that movie mm, probably won't work. So this movie might. Hmm. It's got more chance of working, and if that means that, that means there's more chance of merchandise, and that means more chance of stuff I can buy, and they might make more. And a lot of people are really taking to the trailer. Like, people like it, and they watch it, and they go, yeah, that looks like fun. And that's what you want to hear from people. It's like, that looks like fun. I'll see that. Yeah. So it's not going to be as big as Captain Marvel, because yeah. that's a Marvel film for a start, and everyone's ready, and this is... Before Avengers, so everyone's ready for Captain Marvel because if you haven't seen, and I'm going to spoil it for you, jokes, you haven't seen it, at the end of Avengers, when there's the snap and everyone goes missing, Nick Fury, he pushes an old beeper, like a beeper button, and it falls on the ground, and then you get the Captain Marvel logo, which means nothing to most people until now. So this movie is coming out. So this is going to be that, and everyone's waiting for the second part of Avengers. So this is a great tie-in, and it looks big. And they are banking on this being huge because no one knows, but you can suspect that you know Robert Downey isn't going to be around too much longer in these films because he's getting very expensive. Yeah, and they're putting it all on her to be the the tentpole to base the second, the next generation of Marvel films on. Hmm. She's going to be the Iron Man going forward. And who's playing Captain Marvel? It's Brie Larson. Brie Larson, yes. Yeah, so it's it's an important film for Marvel, that Captain Marvel. And this is and the Shazam is an important one for me. Yeah. So there's I won't go into the story of why he can't be called Captain Marvel anymore. It's like Marvel took the rights and blah blah blah. So he Look it up. It's, it's out there. Yeah, he is known as Shazam now because it's just easier. But that's okay. So but watching the trailer, it's like, okay, it's cool. There's the jokes look funny. Zachary Levi's kind of cool. The suit doesn't look too bad because when they first released an unofficial photo of him in the suit, it was like, <gasps> it looked a bit naff, but it looks better on film and moving than it did in that unauthorized photo. And there was a scene which they almost got right because he's a kid and he says a magic word, lightning hits him and he becomes a superhero. And he's walking through like a carnival and he's walking and he goes, Shazam, lightning hits and he continues walking and he's, and he's Shazam. And it's sort of like, it just didn't look as cool as it could have been. In the movie, it could be different. Like yeah. with the music and everything else leading up to it, it might be awesome. In the trailer, it just didn't look as cool. But they just released a trailer last week for a new one. And there's a bit where he jumps off a building and he gets struck by lightning as he yells a word and flies off in one motion. It's like, all right, you've yeah. got me in bold now. Because the trailers make it look very fun and hokey. But I want them to offset that with some real moments of heroics yeah. to make it, no, 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 this is, yeah, he's a kid with the powers of gods and he's acting like a kid. But when it comes down to it, I want him to really be the hero that he should be. And so I was like, oh, so that one little scene they t- that got me, it's like, oh, you might do this. Hopefully you're sucking everyone in with the laughter, but there's like a really great mm. hero moving and moments in there. So, yeah, so. I'm, that's my biggest wish for the year because Shazam's my boy, and there's no other one. There's no other DC, I think, this year. 
because Wonder Woman I don't think is till next year. No, I don't think there is. So this is it. Oh, there is a DC later, but it's a bit different. We'll get to it. Yeah. So, yeah, this is my hope. Okay. Like, I have, I don't have to hope for Marvel films. They're fine. They are so well made that you don't have to think, oh, they're going to fuck this one up. It just doesn't happen. They might not be as good, but they just don't make bad ones. So, so yeah, so we've got Shazam. And, and we'll, we'll have talked about Avengers going forward anyway, so that's also coming out in April. I think that will probably just blow everything away. Of course it will. Yeah. And so it should. They've earned it. Yeah. They've had 10 years of making very good films. No one's put together a shared universe array of movies before. That are some are quite different. Like your Thor Ragnarok is very different to your Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yet they all come together. Like you can't, some people can't get sequels to tie in well with their other films, let alone a shared universe to come together. So full credit to Kevin Feige and what he's done. And this really is sort of like the end of an era. Yeah. Like you're expecting us, this is going to be the end of Captain America and Iron Man and a few other people, you know. So it's sort of like, this is, a, it's like WrestleMania, you know. This is the end of a bunch of storylines and then it'll start a very fresh new look Marvel Universe after that. Hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. Another comic book movie we've got in April is the reboot of Hellboy starring David Arbor, who was the sheriff from Stranger Things mm-hmm. as Hellboy. Yep. Kind of looks good. Kind of looks like the old Hellboy. Yeah, it looks a lot like the original Hellboy. The original Hellboy wasn't a bad film. No. The second one, is that The Golden Army? Yeah. Is a terrible film. Oh, it's not terrible. I mean, I'm not a Hellboy fan. Like, I've got mates who are really big into it and apparently really good comics. And the first one was pretty good, true to the comics. It was like, because Mike Mignola is the writer-artist on Hellboy and it was Del Toro was the director. Yeah. And they meshed quite well. The second one is very much a Del Toro film. Like, yeah, it feels more Del Toro than it does a Mignola. Yeah. So it's sort of like Del Toro's Hellboy. It was fine, but it, I don't know. So I don't know what the what makes a good Hellboy story. Maybe this movie does. But to me, it, like you said, it felt like the other Hellboys. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. maybe. That's fine. I don't know. It's just like, oh, yeah, I've kind of seen this before not that long ago. It didn't It didn't really whack me with like, oh, that's that, that looks amazing. I haven't seen that before. So it didn't whack you like someone throwing a stone from the top of a roof. No, no. My favourite bit in the whole of the first Hellboy. So that's April. May is actually chocked full of releases. Okay. Because I think we're getting into the American summer. Yes. So a lot of things are coming out. There's some real uh, – well, there is a real mix of things that are coming. Mm-hmm. So we've got Pokemon Detective. Pikachu, which I really don't know what to make of this movie. I have no idea. Other than the fact that it has the greatest actor of our generation, Ryan Reynolds, doing the voice of Pikachu. Mm -hmm. And the trailer is just bizarre. Yes. I don't I don't know. No. I can't comment. I'm not a Pokemon person, but I've talked to Pokemon people and I go, no, this is nothing like Pokemon. No, this is its own beast. And it's like, okay, I don't get it. It'll do well because it's Pokemon. So I I think it will. I think a lot of Pokemon fans will go and see it. Pokemon Go still with you? Not quite as much as they used to. But they'll want to see the movie probably because they'll see Pikachu on a poster and think, I want to see that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And it's got Ryan Reynolds in. Because everyone knows. Yeah. He, he's just so good. We've also got another movie coming out called The Hustle, which is a... Do The Hustle. A reimagining of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, only they've recast it with Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway in the two main roles. We've proved that that worked so well with Ghostbusters, so why don't they go and do it with other movies? Saying that, it could be brilliant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got John Wick Chapter 3 coming. Which I'm looking forward to, but I really should watch the first two. First. Everyone raves about John Wick. 
and I've heard nothing but good things about John Wick, and I still haven't watched Me them. Too. I think I they will are watch on Netflix it. now, so maybe I should yeah, sit I, down I and watch them. I will watch it. It's just I'm not making time because I'm doing stupid shit with my time. I'm watching The Office again because it's on telly. It's like, I could sit down and watch John Wick because I want to. It's like, oh. Oh, that's a good episode of The Office. I'll just watch that again. Mm. Silly me. We've also got the live-action reboot of Aladdin. Directed by? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, that's right. So hopefully he doesn't balls this up, because I wasn't a fan of his version of King Arthur. I just thought it was too Guy Ritchie. What about The Man from Uncle? I haven't seen that. Or Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like Sherlock Holmes, but it's not Sherlock Holmes. It's just a Guy Ritchie film. No, uh, he it was, it was Holmesian. Uh, was it? I'm a Holmes guy. He uh, was Holmesian. I do kind of like in the Sherlock Holmes movies how he solves something and then they kind of show you how he solved it. But that's a real Guy Ritchie thing as well. But that's also Holmes. It, it like, is. Because the yeah. thing with Sherlock Holmes, they're not like mysteries. It's not like Agatha Christie where everything is there if you're smart enough to pick up on it. You're not, you don't do that with Sherlock Holmes stories. No. It, it's sort of at the end. It's like, here's the smartest man in the room. You do not know the things he knows. So it's only because he knows things that you don't and he'll tell you at the end of the story. And that's why they that's actually clever with what he does and how he does it. Yep. But you notice how there's two Sherlock Holmes and two Watsons in the Marvel Universe now. Oh, is there? Yes. Because yeah. Jude Law's in Captain Marvel. Yeah. And obviously... Um, Downey Jr. And you've also got Cumberbatch is Kid Doctor Strange. Ah. And his Watson is in Black Panther. Yes. Mm. There you go. I didn't make that connection. But this version of Aladdin, we've got Will Smith playing the genie. Yes. And he has some awfully big shoes to fill. Yeah. Well, I, that's beauty casting is the fact that don't even try. Do something very different because you cannot be Robin Williams. No. You don't even try. So it. Could be interesting. It does look a lot more serious than the cartoon, but I we was just saying to you. I don't really know. I mean, well, I don't know. The trailer kind of looks serious. It's a very short teaser trailer that's yes. out there at the moment. I was just saying to you before, though, I don't think I've actually seen all of Aladdin. Oh, I think I've should. tried to watch it a few times and I've never oh, got all the way through it. I love it. Hmm. It's just fun. Yes. What else we got? Well, I've also got on my list here Minecraft first movie. I know absolutely nothing about other than the fact that there's a Minecraft movie coming out and I still play Minecraft sporadically and my kids still play it every now and then. We've been watching the Minecraft story mode on Netflix. So if it's anything like that, we'll be happy. Okay. Now, another one that you're probably excited about, we've got Godzilla King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. Let them fight. With Millie Bobby Brown from mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Yep. And anyone else of note? I'm sure there is. Godzilla. Hi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rodan. Mm. King Ghidorah, Mothra, that's all you need. And Ken Watabi. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's the one who says, let them fight. Oh, I didn't even recognise him. Mm. Mm. There you go. It, it looks big, because those movies should be big in scale. Like, yep. you look at them, there's a building, and there's a big fuck-off giant lizard that shoots atomic breath four times bigger than that building, and he's fighting a three-headed dragon that's bigger than him. So, it Bring should it on. be seen at the cinema, I'd say. Yeah. Don't wait for video on this one. Yes, and they're going to tie it in somehow to the King Kong movie because Kong Skull Island is a great film. But Kong's big, but he's not that big. So King Kong versus Godzilla, not a fight. King Kong versus Godzilla, I don't know. Bring it on. I want to see it, but you've got to make King Kong bigger. But anyway, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. If these are successful. Also in May, we've also got Rocket Man, which is Dexter Fletcher's Elton John biopic. Dexter Fletcher, the in-name only director of Bohemian Rhapsody. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So apparently he does know a little bit about directing musical biopics. Mm. I've seen a very, very short teaser trailer and it looked pretty good. And how's Eggsy is 
Elton. How what? How Zegzy is Elton. Is that who it is? Yeah, from ah. Kingsman. So it could be good. I don't know how much they will go into the story of Elton John. What sort of story they want to tell? Like, hmm. is it, he's an eccentric guy? Do you tell his crazy 70s years? Or do you tell his whole career? Or do you go his, you know, serious wig phase when he's writing Lion King music? It's a big career to tell a story of. Probably the 70s is the fun bit. Probably. So that's one you'd want to show. But how much does he want to tell? How elaborate is it going to be and how true? Hmm. Hmm. And has Elton endorsed this movie himself? Well, if he has, it's going to be well, a lot of untruths. He'd obviously have to license his music. Yes, yeah, so I dare say so, he'd have to yeah. endorse it. Now, we've also got another one I've written down here. Just We saw the trailer before, and that was Brightburn. Bring it on. Which is produced by James Gunn. Yep. Written by his brother, Mark, and his other brother, Mark. <laughs> no. What was his other brother's name? Uh, I don't know. But written Darryl. by Mark and one of the other gun brothers. Yep, not Sean. No. And it's kind of- It's ba- Superman. Superman if he was bad. Yes. Hmm. Like it, it literally is the story of a childless couple find a smashed rocket in their farm. They find a child in the smashed rocket and they raise him as their own. He has superpowers- and he hits puberty and he turns nasty. Yeah, look good It's on a the horror film with mm. Superman as the premise. Well, Clark Kent, young Clark Kent as a premise. And it looks good. Like I normally wouldn't be, you know, don't do soups, but it's like, oh, I'll give it a go. And I mean, yes, James Gunn didn't write it, but he was produced it. And he's, you know, from the visionary director of Guardian of the Galaxy, he didn't do much to it. But still, it's like he loves super, he loves superheroes. You know, he, one of his first movies is the specials, which I adore. So it's not like he'll diss it. He's not going to take the piss out of it. He's not, like, poking fun at it. It's sort of like, this is going to be hopefully a good film. So, hopefully. It it did look good. Mm, it's kind of scary. Superman. And my son, he's five, and he's asking a lot of the right questions. You know, what's your third favorite dinosaur? Good question. No one then goes that deep. They ask your favorite dinosaur. Maybe ask you have a, a second, but a third that's deep thinking about your favourite dinosaurs. But he also asks, why doesn't Superman wear a mask? It's like, good question. Batman wears it because he promotes fear. And he asks about Spider-Man wearing a mask because, well, he doesn't want his family to get hurt and people he knows. Yeah. Why does Superman not wear a mask? Fair question. Because Superman is the man. He is too powerful. Yeah. And if he hit his face, people would be scared of him. So he has to show his humanity to people. Uh. So there's a lot of reasons for that. So this is super boy, pubescent boy going through shit with superpowers. That's scary stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hopefully it's done well. Yes. Well, our comic movies continue in June. We've got the latest of the X-Men movies, the Dark Phoenix movie. Which no one cares about anymore. No, I don't We've think We've got good do. comic book movies. We don't have to settle for these ones. Yeah. It's weird because I was really into the X-Men movies. Everyone was. I loved Last Stand. Yes. And then the one that came after that, I was a bit disappointed with. Yeah, but still had Fassbender and he's great. And yeah. McAvoy's great. There's Mac- exactly. elements that are great. And then there's other bits. Brian Singer bits. And Olivia Munn in a costume that's so tight she can't move bits. That's not a problem. Well, no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe her costume was too tight and she couldn't act. Well, she I think definitely was couldn't do that. But it still looked good. Hmm. Yeah, so we got a dark finish, which no one's really looking for anymore. No. You've written down The Secret Likes of Vets too. Secret Life of Pets 1 was actually quite a good movie. Okay. So hopefully the sequel's good. Okay. The kids need to have a bit of excitement in the school holidays. Well, I think there's two movies with Gay and we got for that. Well, that's actually for us, but anyway. Yeah. So we've got a- Toy Story 4 I was talking about. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about the Child's Play reboot. Yeah, no, no, no. No one's one's looking for that. Apparently, people are looking for that. I don't know. I I don't know. Who's looking for that? Not me. 
because mm. it's got Aubrey Plaza in, and I'm still oh, not sure about Aubrey Plaza. Oh, okay. I've seen her in a couple of movies that I was really disappointed with, but then I saw her in a, a few other movies that I did actually quite Mystery like. Mystery Team, she was great. She was, mm. yes. That's one of the good ones. Okay. Yeah, so Toy Story 4 is what I was talking about before. Okay. You know, we don't need Secret Life of Hits when we've got Toy Story coming, but it's probably going to be more for the adults. Than, like the third one was definitely for the adults, yep. not, not for kids. But if, if, if any trilogy has high quality, <laughs> every single film is awesome, it's the Toy Story franchise. So don't fuck it up now. We No one asked for this. You finished it well. If it's good, fantastic. But if you fuck it, you've got the perfect, <laughs> you've seriously got the perfect trilogy of films here. There's no Temple of Doom in the middle here. Well, you've got three really good films. So is this going to be the crystal it. skull of the Toy Story movies? Oh, no, because no, Temple of Doom's still not that good. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. You know, and Back to the Future 2, still not that good. They're good compared to others, but as far as trilogies go, there's none that are all perfect, triple grade films. Anyway, so, don't yes. fuck it up, Disney. All right, and we've also got Men in Black International mm-hmm. coming in June. The Thor Ragnarok reunion. We never knew we were getting. Yes, so we've got Chris Helmsworth playing a Men in Black agent, agent mm-hmm. and it's set in London. London. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of look good. Yep, with Tessa Thompson as his co-agent and partner. Yeah, with Liam Neeson and Emma Thompson as well. Hmm. Good pedigree of actors there. Yes. July, we've got more comic book movies coming. Yes. And this one came out of nowhere. Uh, to you. Well, to me. Okay. Maybe it <laughs> has been around. But we've got Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. And the trailer made it look really good. It's that fun, again, probably aimed at a more teen audience. It's all ages. It's just called that. Okay. Because adults like it too. But I'm going to watch it going, but it's not Spider-Verse because I fucking love Spider-Verse now. Yeah. Because I, I loved Homecoming. That was great. I was like, oh, this is my favourite Spider-Man because I seem to say that with every they bring out a new Spider-Man. But then I saw Spider-Verse mm. and that is fucking amazing. So, mm. but they're different. I can like them both separately. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're Spider-Man for different people. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that sh- should be fun. Like I said, Marvel know what they're doing now. They've got it right. They're not going to fuck it up now. No. We've also got the scene-for-scene reenactment, the Lion King. John Favreau taking a paycheck. Like, seriously, John Favreau's director of this. It's a live action, I'm saying in inverted commas, of the Lion King, which if you watch the trailer, it is scene-for-scene, literally scene-for-scene remake of the animated version, and it's all CG anyway. What the fuck did John Favreau do? Maybe he sat in the studio while they were pressing buttons on the computer and went, yep, keep doing that. Maybe he did the voice, directed the voice acting because there's people pushing pixels around in the computer department. The storyboard's already there because I've got a movie. It's like the script's already written. What? How much money are they paying you, John? Just because you started the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Thank you. <laughs> you did the first Iron Man? Thank you. You Maybe this is the, the way of thinking of saying, all right, you, you, you made us billions of dollars. Here you go. So, yeah, all right. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'll see this. I just don't get it. At least Dumbo looks different and Aladdin kind of looks because they're real actors now. Yeah. You know, it's going to be interesting to see that. But this is all, there is no humans in this. So it's all CG. It's, it's, I don't understand. Unnecessary, you could say? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe it'll be excellent. Maybe it's just the trailer that's the same. And then when yes. the actual movie comes along, it will be a different story. And they may apologize to um, the creative of Kimber the White Lion. Yeah. And say, yeah, we totally ripped you off. 
totally. I don't think they'll do that. No, they won't. Hmm. We've also got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the Tarantino-directed... Charles Manson-ish. Yeah. It's, I don't know if he's going to be in it. I know. I think it is. It's about the murders, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. But being Tarantino, it won't be just a reenactment of the murders. I think it'll be about the ancillary stuff around. I think because Margot Robbie's playing Sharon Tate, so that will be a factor. But yeah, I don't know what part of the story he's going to tell. It'll be fascinating. Mm. And him tackling, you know, 1960s LA would be kind of fun to see. Yeah, I don't know if Tarantino has the same clout that he once had. He's made a lot of He makes his choices now. Why? What, what, what? Well, he defended Weinstein, sort of. Well, no, he came out and said, yeah, I knew about it. I should have said something more. But yeah. That, that's about it. But as far as movies go, you know, he's not a nice person. He admits that. Yeah. Uma Thurman will tell you. But um, he's still a good filmmaker. Hopefully. If you like those sort of films. He's, he's making it for his audience now. He's like a Kevin Smith, you know. There is their audience. People aren't going to go see a Tarantino film because it's Tarantino. You know, it, yeah. it's sort Whereas of, Once Upon a Time, not Once Upon a Time in... Hollywood, but once upon a time in the history of movies, people would go and see a movie just because it was. But then he made Jackie Brown and everyone goes, what's his shit? Yeah. Yeah, so he lost those people very quickly. Okay, moving on to August. This one I know not much about, but we've got the Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. That's all I know. I know nothing. I've seen a picture and it's got Idris Elba as a bad guy. It's like, those three, bring it up. So we've got The Rock playing Luke Hobbs, the agent from... Fast Five, I think was when he first yes, turned up. With the world's tightest t-shirt. Yep. And we've got Jason Statham playing yep, Shaw. Sure. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. remember what his first name was. And they're teaming up, even though they hate each other. So it's like, you know. And the bad guy's Idris Elba. Can you get a better sort of machismo movie? Probably not. And I, I, I still hope there's a lot of driving in there because it's a Fast and Furious film. I know they've got away from the racing side of things, but we still need stupid racing, stupid physics driving. Some sort of car chase. Yeah. Yeah. We've also got the Angry Birds movie too. Really? I don't know if people are still playing Angry Birds. I thought by the time the first one came out, everyone was moved on. It is a good movie. It's really not much to do with Angry Birds other than the fact that they're using the characters from Angry okay. Birds. There is a couple of really good scenes in it. Mm. Because my kids were playing Angry Birds a lot when Angry Birds, the movie, came out. So we watched that movie a lot. So I have seen that movie a lot. And there's a few bits that are funny. Okay. So Must might have made be good. money. Hmm. Something else I've got written down here that I know absolutely nothing about as well, and they they are releasing Playmobil the movie. Have you seen the trailer? No, it looks shit. Does it? Yeah. What kind of Playmobil kind of looks shit? It's, it looks like the poor man's Lego. It kind <laughs> Without, of was, which, and that's what it sort of did. I I do have fond memories of playing with my Playmobil. I had a construction set. It was good. It was a bit yeah. It just didn't look like it had the heart. It just, I don't know what it was. It's like, well, who's making this film? Obviously, they saw the success of the Lego movie, but it's like, it looks like it's got nothing. So, yeah, I don't expect it to be a hit. I could be wrong. I'm willing to be corrected if they turn around and say, no, this is the greatest movie ever. I'm just tipping it my pen. No, I don't think it will be either. It's funny, though, because when I was a kid, it was kind of like Lego was the toy that every kid could play with, mm-hmm. but Playmobil was kind of almost the rich kid's toys. Oh, really? Well, when I was a kid in England, it was. Okay. So it was kind of like the, the, the poor working class kids had their Lego. Oh, I think it and then the everyone had these Playmobil. Yeah, Meccano, everyone had because oh, okay. it was it's English. A cheap one as well. Right. Mm, what about was... in Wales, what, you just play with a leak? Yeah, yeah, we okay. did. <laughs> and a rock. And we banged the leak on the rock. No. How would I know? I wasn't born in Wales. All right, moving on. September. I've only got one thing written down for September. It was September. I'll be very excited around this time because Melbourne will be in the finals and the footy is going to be awesome. I'm going to be. But I might jaunt out to the movies at some point. You might. Hmm. 
but it chapter two is coming out. Bring it on! Did you see the first one? No, I still haven't seen it. Did you read the book? I've read the book. Did you? And I've seen the miniseries. I haven't done those two, but I have seen the most recent film, and it was great. So, hoping it will be more of the same. Yeah, but not a lot on the horizon for September. As I said, that's the only thing I've got written down. We always get this time of year. We don't know, and then there's all these movies that sort of come out later in the year. So, oh, okay. But yes, so that's September, October. We have, like I said, DC do have another film coming out, The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. And I, when they said they were making a Joker film, it's like, oh, for God's sake, DC, make up your mind. What are you doing? And they're going, oh, no, it's about the Joker. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. You know, make something else. Yep. You know, we've seen Batman. We've seen Superman. We've seen the Joker. Make something else. What happened? We made a Wonder Woman film. It made money. Now we've made an Aquaman film. It made money. We don't talk about Suicide Squad. It but didn't make money. It, it did make money. That's a problem. Oh, it? Yeah, it made a lot of money. But, yeah, but not not. Not remembered well. But a Joker film, it's like, do we really need a Joker film? It's like, oh, it's a Joker origin movie. It's like, do we really need a Joker origin movie? But then they released 30 seconds of footage of Joaquin Phoenix wearing a brown jacket. (laughs) And it was mesmerizing. It is, isn't it? And I'm like, I want to see this movie. I mean, I want to see Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. And this goes back to something I've always said as well. He's like, all right, if you're going to keep making Batman films, just make different ones. You know, get a different actor, different director and their take on Batman. Then two years later, make another take on Batman. Just make, and this is kind of what they're doing with the Joker now. It's like, oh, this Hmm. looks interesting. It's a different take. So I'm actually on board, which if you ask me when they first announced, it's like, this is the stupidest idea ever. But this could be just a really good film. Yeah, because when they first announced it, I thought they were going to keep going with Jared Leto as the Joker. Well, that's still meant to happen too, because they're talking about a, like, uh, yeah, right, talk Suicide Squad, but, you know, Margot Robbie is a big breakout star from that, so they're going to do Gotham City Sirens, so it's going to be, um, or is it Birds of Prey? I forget what they're calling it now, but it's going to be like Poison Ivy, Batgirl, maybe Batgirl, but there's a few female characters all around Harley Quinn. Yep. As a character. So Lido might still be in that. So that's still going to exist. But this is just a standalone Joker film. It's like, good, be standalone. It doesn't matter. Don't be constricted to the Snyder version of the universe. Just make your own film. Please do. Make them good. I'm happy. So, yes, hmm. yes, 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 yes. We've also got Zombieland 2. Now, I don't remember a lot about Zombieland it's other than the long. fact that it had a really cool cameo. Yes. I won't mention because of spoilers. A long but time ago. I was like, yeah, do I mean, it was good sequel? and there's fond memories of it, but are people looking for more zombie land? Didn't no, they tell it all? No. I think they told it all. I thought so. Hmm. We've got an Adams Family reboot. Oh, this is the CG, computer-generated yeah. animated one, where yep. it looks very much like the Charles Adams original cartoons. Hmm. Could be interesting. Good cast. Yeah, it's Scarlett Johansson, was it? Or Charlize Theron? Charlize, I think. Yeah. So. And I, I think I actually said it right that time, didn't I? Hmm. hmm. Is it going to be so shaded? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that could be interesting. I mean, I don't know if I'm looking for a new Adams Family film, but it's not for me. I dare say it's going to be a family film. Probably. Mm. Mm. And speaking of family films, we've also got A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, which is the dramatisation of Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. starring, I think, Tom Hanks. Of course. Mm. Well, what's the closest thing to a Mr. Rogers and Tom Hanks will be it? Yeah. I, I don't know if this will be a huge hit in Australia because I don't think Mr. Rogers' Neighbourhood was a nope. huge hit in Australia. Nope. I've tried watching the documentary on Netflix, but yeah. again, because I wasn't you didn't really watching it? the original, I didn't get into it that much. Okay. So, yeah, probably could be good. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for that horrible day that somehow Tom Hanks has found out to be an asshole in real life. But no, it's not going to happen. Yeah, probably not. He's nope. the only one that I haven't heard any scandals in his whole career with, so... Maybe. Hopefully Kurt Russell gets through scot-free. 
course he will. He's got the best hair in Hollywood. That mullet. Whatever hair he has. Mm. It's great. But he did kill Walt Disney. <laughs> That's a rumor. <laughs> well, no, because Walt Disney was found dead at his desk. Yeah. And on his notepad, there were two words written down. Kurt Russell. Seriously. <laughs> I'll have to look into that story. Well, he was a Disney star. He from was. The computer wore tennis shoes. Mm. Was he in the shaggiest DA? No. Who was in that? Some dog. Mm, I was going to say Don Adams, but it's not Don Adams. No. The guy from the Love Boat. Love Boat. Love Bug. Ah. Herbie. Yes, Herbie who. Anyway. Hancock. Let's move on to November. You yeah. mentioned Kingsman before. Yeah. We've actually got Kingsman Another 3 one. slated. Mm. Matthew Vaughn again? I don't know. Mm. I know nothing other than the fact that I saw that Kingsman 3 was coming. Okay. And this the one's Disney probably Disney hasn't be... made enough money next this year already. No. So we've got... So they've got Dumbo. Which yep. is going to make money. They got Aladdin, which is going to make money. They got Captain Marvel, which is going to make money. They got Spider Man, which is going to make a billion dollars. And they've got Avengers, which is going to make more money than anything ever. So Disney's looking okay. So what do we got? What's probably the biggest selling cartoon movie that Disney have had for a while? Well, it'll be Frozen. Uh, yes. Yeah. So we're finally getting Frozen two, which is going to make a fuckload of money. So if you have, if you look, if you've got money to invest. And there'll be expensive share prices, but Disney's worth putting money into at the moment. Hmm. Yeah. Frozen, I'll, I'm there. I'll, I'll go and see it. Yeah, I'll see it. Like, I didn't see Frozen, the original, at the cinema. I only saw it later when the buzz had already I come out. I saw it many times later. Oh, I saw it. my son. Lots of times. I've even watched it without my kids. <laughs> uh, for, for a while I've there. I've sung my, it many a time. Yep, my wife had the, <laughs> the, the soundtrack in her car for a little while, and we used to drive around and listen to you, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Mm-hmm. Which... After watching Deadpool 2, sounds a lot like that song from Yentl. Yentl, yes. <laughs> but it will make money. It will be good. Yep. It will probably break records. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Then, speaking of money, December, we've got an unnamed Jumanji sequel, which yeah. will be Disney as well. Mm-hmm. So they'll be cashing in there. And we've got the next Star Wars movie. Oh, fuck yeah. Disney, so Disney, Disney uh, wins 2019 uh, already. They do. So it's almost not worth mentioning the rest of the movies that are coming in two thousand and oh sorry in December two thousand and nineteen. But on my list here, I've got the movie version of Cats is coming mm-hmm. with Taylor Swift and Jennifer Hudson and James Corden. Mm-hmm. Could be good. Oh, it'll do all right. It'll be interesting. I've seen Cats once, but I saw it at the Altona Amateur Theatre Club production. Ooh, the only which, way to see it, which had pretty shitty costumes <laughs> and not the best singing that, that you was can more imagine. Feral cats. It kind of was Feral Cats. But I enjoyed it. I've never seen the massive proper production, but it's got some memorable songs. No pun intended. (laughs) I see what you did there. And it's kind of cool. I don't know. If they can make a good movie out of it, it might be all right. We've also got, allegedly, the Masters of the Universe movie, but I don't know if that will ever happen. writer's hands in the last two weeks. That's not going to happen by Christmas, if it's ever going to happen. No. And another thing that kind of could be good is The Call of the Wild, which is based on the Jack London book about sled dogs in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And it's a mix of live action and CGI starring Karen Gillan and Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So it might so be So a Harrison good. Ford movie coming out the same month as a Star Wars film. Who's going to win? No, Call of the Wild because it's an established <laughs> universe from that book. Didn't you read Call of the Wild when you were a kid? No. Hmm. I read Sam Runaways to the Catskills. Probably not the same. No, no. I, th- I think that's next Christmas. That's coming out. Okay. It's a good book. 
but I really read like four in my life. That's one of them. As we normally say, this is the big movies that are coming. Some mm. of these may not be as big as we think they will be. There's probably going to be a lot of other better art house movies that comes out. Yes. These are probably your blockbusters. Or Netflix will have 47. That's just in January. Mm. Hmm. Of that list, it's hard for me to say what I'm most excited about. I know you're probably going to say probably one of the comic movies. Oh, it's going to be fucking Shazam. He's my man. Uh, yes. Please, please, please. Uh, it's not going to make a billion dollars. I know that. Avengers is going to do that. Captain Marvel is going to be good. Like, for, like people are going to see it. So many people are jazzed for it. Yeah. Finally, it's a female-led Marvel movie. You know, it's only taken them 10 years, you know. Mm. <laughs> no hurry there. But, um, you know, it's going to be good. Yep. It looks good. It looks fun. She's kick-ass. It's going to be great. That's going to make all the money. Spider-Man's going to make all the money. I'm happy. I'm happy to be a comic book fan and a comic book movie fan and stuff like that. But Shazam, please do it. Joker, I hope Joker does really, really well. Again, that's not going to make a billion. It's not the sort of movie that will. But if that's a success, then hopefully Warner Brothers are going to go, yeah, go off and make whatever. Go off and tell stories. That's what comics do. Tell stories. It doesn't have to connect. It doesn't have to be the same. That's what I'm really hoping for. TV-wise, probably Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that's Just what I was something different. Say as well. But Doom Patrol is the one I'm really, yeah. I'm hoping is kind of really good. But Umbrella Academy is such an unknown quantity. So just sort of like, that's, that's kind of weird. Let's, let's I, go on the weird tangent. I really enjoyed the comic of... Umbrella Academy. Mm. Like at that stage when it came out, I think I only read it purely for the fact that it was Jared Way. Yeah. And I was a bit of an emo kid. Mm-hmm. Or an emo <laughs> mid 20s, 30s. When did it come out? So, not that long early ago. 40s. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm hoping it's going to be good. As far as TV goes, yeah, that's probably my probably most anticipated. I, I'm kind of excited for Game of Thrones. Oh, of course. I mean, I, I, that should be my number one because it's a, again like the Marvel movies earned everything they've done over 10 years. They have earned where they are today, and I hope it's a really good finish. Same with Game of Thrones. Yeah, no show has been, I mean. Breaking Bad was awesome in its its just progression. It was yeah. that one season was a bit dragged out, but apart from that, the characters all progressed, the storyline progressed to a kick-ass ending, and it earned every moment, and it paid off. I haven't seen The Sopranos, so I can't tell you. Um, I heard, you know, Six Feet Under is phenomenal. Like, the ending of that is amazing. Game of Thrones, it would be a tragedy if they don't nail the end. Yeah. Like, it's been so good up to this point and they've redefined television and watching television, it would be a shame if they can't nail the ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. If, if they get it wrong, the fans of the books will be in absolute uproar. But I think they've got to the point where they're, they're kind of ahead of where the books were anyway, so they've gone off on their own little tangent. Oh, but fans of the book are fine because if they fuck it up... They're going, that's okay. It's not we'll real. Just go back the, and books, read the book. Because then yeah. the books are going to come out, they'll fix it. If you're fans of the TV show, you've got nothing else. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be um, interesting. Hmm. As far as movies go, though, there's not anything really that is a must see for me, I don't think. I, I will go and see the Star Wars movie. Look, yeah. And there, there's a few others that it's kind of quirky, and I'll be like, yeah, that sounds good. But there's nothing that I'm really, really excited about. I think I kind of learnt my lesson last year, though, because I was super excited for Ready Player One. And then when it came out, it really disappointed. Mm. And it took me probably another six months after it came out until I actually decided that maybe I should bite the bullet and watch it, despite all the bad reviews. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, as I said, I, I haven't seen enough of the Marvel Universe to be super excited about Endgame. Yep. And... A lot of them I would just wait to watch at home. I wouldn't go and see on the big screen. But 
Yeah, there's probably going to be a few things that I will make the trip to the cinema for. So God, zero. Maybe. That, that did look like it needed to be seen on the big screen. Well, Hobbs and Shaw. We always make a pilgrimage. Oh, th- yeah, that, that'll be a massive attack. Films. Pilgrimage, yeah. Yes, and maybe we should watch John Wick and John Wick 2 in the next few weeks. And then I think we'll be jonesing. Because from all reports, everyone who loves John Wick, they get that same vibe as the Fast Five. Like, it's kick-ass. You've got to watch this yeah, movie. It's how, how awesome is this? And we're, we're denying ourselves by not seeing these things. Hmm. So it could be John Wick 3. That saves us. Maybe. But it could be the dud of the three. <laughs> it's like, we'll get excited. We'll all get excited. We'll watch the first two. They're awesome. And then we'll go watch this one. This is the one we see in the big screen. And it's a shit one. Yep. All righty. Well, that's quite a mix of things that are coming up. I did throw it out on Twitter earlier today to our couple of fans that actually listened, whether they wanted to add anything to it. We had a comment from former guest of the show, Scott Stewart, saying that he was sure that there probably would be a lot of stuff in 2019, but he's most excited to catch up on the stuff that he missed from last year and the year before. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel a little bit like that as well. And Binksy from the Fun Size Happy, Happy Hour podcast also commented and said that she was quite excited for Game of Thrones, Stranger Things 3, and the new season of Shit's Creek, which I haven't actually watched either, so maybe we should give that a go too. Exactly. There is so so much much. stuff. Remember when we watched Wings? Yes. That shitty sitcom? Why? Because we only had three channels. Yeah. And there was no other choice. And now we're spoiled for choice. Wings. It's terrible. (laughs) Now there's good stuff and we can't get around to it. Where before we'd watch shit stuff because we had nothing else. But at least now, if we do miss something, if it's on Netflix or one of the streaming services, we can always go back and watch it. We can, but we don't. But if you missed Wings, you had to go and buy the DVD. No, you didn't. You just wait for a rainy day in cricket and it will be on Mm. again and again. And again. Yeah. Mm. All righty. Well, on that note, we'll probably wrap up there today. If you have any feedback for us or if you think there's something hugely glaringly obvious that we've missed. We didn't even talk about Star Wars hardly. That was amazing. I know nothing about what's going to happen in Star Wars, though. Isn't that beautiful? We could speculate all we want, but we don't know. No. I reckon it's going to feel very the same. Because there was a lot of backlash from the last one. So they brought J.J. Abrams back because they panicked. So it'll be, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to feel all warm and comfy like a doona. It's gonna, oh, you're going to, it's going to be like Force Awakens again. Because you've seen all this stuff before because you liked it 30 years ago. It's going to be the same. Is it going to be like Return of the Jedi and they're going to bring Muppets in like Ewoks? Maybe. And they don't blink? Maybe. Mm. No, I know nothing about Star Wars. It's probably the best way to be because if you know too much, it gives too much away. It is what it is. All right. Well, if you have any feedback for us, you can jump on our Facebook page. We are facebook.com slash the Massive Attack Podcast. You can find us on our website, which is themapodcast.podbean.com, or we're on Twitter as the MA Podcast as well. Mm-hmm. So we will be back in a few weeks, back on track with our Welcome to My World episodes, where we are going to finish off our 80s fantasy theme yep. and finally watch Excalibur. Has been a little while, so it's, it's been in the pipeline, so it's probably time that we do do Try that. And get out of the way. And then we can move on to John other Wick. exciting things. Maybe we do a John Wick, Welcome to My World. Who knows? Maybe. And then we'll be back at the end of the month with our normal scheduled episode too. Yep. All righty. Well, thank All you right. for that, Mitch. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.